Baptism in the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. We've been talking about tongues the last two or three weeks. Um, I hope that I have built a case for you to, to believe that it's real, that it's needed, and that it's for everyone. Amen? It's going to take some response tonight. It's going to take some faith tonight. I'm assuming tonight we've got people here that are seeking the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of tongues. And I think that there are people here that have asked for the baptism in the Holy Spirit and may not have ever gotten your prayer language. We are going for it tonight. Don't be afraid. Just relax. It's all scriptural. But can I say this real quick? There is one prerequisite for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's that you're saved. Anybody here tonight that has never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, tonight's the night. There is no reason to wait any longer. If that's you, as kind of a cold call as this is, raise your hand up and let's pray right now to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Anybody? All right, that's what I thought. I believed everybody tonight has Jesus in their heart. Um, So, since we all have Jesus in our heart, Since we all have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are all candidates for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen? So what I want to say is just sit back and relax. You can receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's in you to do it. The same faith that enabled you to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior is all the faith you need to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. After all, the baptism in one sense is just simply receiving more. It's meeting him in a new dimension as the baptizer of the Holy Spirit, as John the Baptist spoke of him in Luke three sixteen, And there's no reason why every one of you, there's no reason why everyone will not receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the, with the evidence of praising the Lord in tongues. I'm telling you, I, 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 almost, I almost feel like I missed it. I feel like I almost should have done it in the middle of worship because it was, one, it was, boil, it was bubbling out of me and I could not hardly contain myself. And I think sometimes, I don't want to say it's a sin, but I think it's a gray area when, I, when you contain yourself. The reason it's there is, is, is for someone. It's for some reason. The Lord moves in you so that it, he can move. And sometimes, even, even as pastor, I'll hang on. Wait a minute, God, not yet. Don't you know it's not time for that yet? Don't we do that? Not yet, God. I got a plan, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's really it's really serious stuff. God expects to be obeyed. Amen? Amen. All right. So, relax. Um, I, I'm going to take a couple seconds just to explain what we're doing, and I'm going to try my best to run through this because it's I, I want to make sure to cover so many bases. If I can say quickly, this process that we're going to go through tonight has two parts. The first is receiving the Holy Spirit. The second is the manifesting uh, and praising God in a new or unknown tongue. And if I can say again, everybody can do it. Now, when the prayer for you to receive is offered, and what I'm going to do tonight, we're not going to get in the line. I'm just going to pray over you all. We're just going to do a corporate shotgun approach. Okay? Let me tell you something. You don't have to go through a prayer line to get saved. You don't have to go through a prayer line to get healed. I didn't go through one. I went to my room at five years old. I was baptized in the Holy Ghost in my shower. 
So don't tell me I've got to go through a line because that tells me that what I did was wrong and nothing in my spirit tells me it was wrong. It tells me it was right. The thief on the cross didn't get baptized, but he went to heaven. He didn't pray the sinner's prayer. He believed. And Jesus said, you'll be with me in paradise. So we've got to throw the religion, the religion, the religious things out and expect to receive. I was talking to, I had lunch with Ben Crace. I don't know if it was you, Ben, or not. I was talking, it was uh, Jeff Hogue that I said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Have I got all cat lovers here tonight? (laughs) It's an expression. My grandmother called skinning a cat, getting up on a tree and doing a flip off the tree. That's what she called skinning the cat, getting your legs under it and flipping. Okay. So when I offer this prayer, and I'm going to pray over you, asking the Lord to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and to enable you to praise him in a new way, immediately after ending that prayer, I'm going to ask you to do a very simple thing. I'm going to ask you to open your mouth and breathe in. Just take a deep breath. Drink in a deep, full breath of air. And there's a good reason for doing this. First, the breathing in or drinking in a breath of air provides physical stimulus to your faith. You know, God likes to get you to do something. Take the twig and put it in the pond. Take the dirt. Take the spit. Do something. And that's going to be our part. We're just going to take a big, deep breath. But not only that, there's a unique relationship between breath and spirit. The word for breath is the same word for spirit in the Greek and the Hebrew. The two languages in the New Testament that it was written in. And when Jesus prophesied of the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, look what he said. He said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So this breathing in or drinking in the Holy Spirit has scriptural endorsement. Therefore, I'm going to ask you to open your mouth and breathe in. And as you do, to believe the Holy Spirit's coming into your life. All right? Those of you that have already been filled, we're going to get refilled. And I ask you to do the same thing. Take in a deep breath and believe the Holy Spirit is filling you. Okay? I believe it. Do you believe it? I've seen it happen, and I know that it's going to happen. I know you will receive. I believe God always answers the prayer of the Christian who is seeking the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Always. But it's important to realize that you receive the Holy Spirit by faith and not by feeling. This is important. Some of you may experience a real emotional, powerful thing. Some of you may not feel anything anything. It's not based on feeling. Some of you were saved dramatically. I wasn't. Some of you prayed the sinner's prayer and nothing really happened. It's not based on how you feel. If you do get that experience, praise God. Some will be moved to tears, some to laughter. And if those feelings happen, welcome them. But don't be concerned if they don't. You may feel no emotion at all, and that's perfectly okay. 
to receive the Holy Spirit quietly and with no emotion. The important thing is that it's not what you feel, but what you believe. Believe that God says that when you ask for the Holy Spirit, he gives it to you. It's true. Okay, first step is breathing in the Holy Spirit. And that's the easiest of the two steps. But we don't want to stop there. We also want to go with the scriptural confirmation of the Holy Spirit's presence in you by the manifestation of speaking in tongues. And again, relax. You can do this. It is in you to do it. Speaking in tongues. Let me explain. Speaking in tongues, which is the proof, is a miracle. It's supernatural. I believe we would all agree with that. But let me remind you again. It's composed of two parts. Man's part or the natural part and God's part. The supernatural. And let me give you an example. Peter walking on water. Everybody knows that story, right? Matthew 14. You remember? Jesus comes walking on the water to the boat. You remember that scared him half to death. And they realize it's Jesus. And what does Peter say? Lord, tell me I can come to you. Lord, bid me to come to you on the water. And what did the Lord say? Come. And scripture tells us that Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now, walking on the water is the same kind of miracle that praying in tongues is. You see, Peter's miracle, like speaking in tongues, was comprised of two parts. Peter's part and God's part. Peter, what, what was Peter's part in the miracle? What did Peter do? He got out of the boat. And he walked. That's all. In other words, Peter was not required to do anything he was not capable of. He wasn't required to do anything supernatural. Right? All he had to do was get out of the boat. In the exact same way he would have done. In exactly the same way he would have done if the boat had been up on the, on the shore. There was nothing supernatural about it. There was just the simple physical act of walking in obedience to the Lord's invitation for him to come. Speaking in tongues is like that. When it comes to speaking in tongues, you open your mouth and begin to speak. Just like Peter stepped, stood up and stepped out of the boat to begin walking again. Stay with me. Remember, when Peter stepped over the side of the boat and began to walk, he fulfilled his part of the miracle. And when he began to walk, act the act of walking in faith, God was right there to do his part. It was Peter's job to walk. It was God's job to hold him above the water. That was the supernatural part. The miracle wasn't that Peter walked, but that he didn't sink. And it was the combination of Peter's walking and God holding him up that made the miracle. Every time Peter went to step on the water, God was there to hold up his feet. Speaking in tongues is like that. The miracle of speaking in tongues isn't that you speak. It's what you speak. The act of speaking is natural, physical. Just like Peter's walking was natural. And when you open your mouth and begin to speak to praise God with the sound of your voice, the Holy Spirit will provide you with the words, the syllables, the phrases with which to praise God. Now, let me tell you, the miracle isn't you speaking. It is what you speak. And it's the combination of you speaking. And the Holy Spirit providing. 
is what brings this miracle. You speak your part. The Holy Spirit gives the words his part that creates the miracle. The only way Peter could have discovered this miracle was by stepping out. He would have never experienced it had he not done his part. Same way here, you have to speak. Now I'm confident that thousands of people who have earnestly but unsuccessfully sought the baptism in the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues have fallen short right here. They've been unwilling to get out of the boat. They were expecting God to somehow miraculously pick them up out of the boat and set them on the water. And God's not going to do that. He wants your faith. My God can only be pleased by faith. The breakthrough always comes once we grasp the principle that the Holy Spirit is not going to speak for them. So when the time comes for us to speak in tongues, be ready. After I've prayed the prayer in your behalf and immediately after you open your mouth and have breathed in the Holy Spirit, I'm going to tell you, let that breath out. Only don't do it silently, but let the sound of your voice be behind it. Just begin to praise God with the sound of your voice as though you have never learned the English language. God already knows you can speak English, so don't even try to start praising him with your natural language. Why? Because if you start doing that, you then have to stop. It's another thing that's going to get in your way from keeping you from getting this release. If you've ever had me pray over you, that's one thing I've said. After I've prayed, we ask the Holy Spirit, don't pray anymore in English. No more. We're all going to be praying in tongues from here on out. Some of you know that because I've prayed with you. Not English words, but strange, funny sounding words that make no sense in your mind. Now, again, I use this word funny sounding because that's just exactly what it'll sound like in your mind. But remember that these syllables are new, unknown. How could they be anything else but funny sounding? Do You remember what Paul said? First Corinthians 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What's he saying? You speaking in tongues originates not in your mind, but in your spirit. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, it's a way of releasing your spirit in free worship to God without having the worship pass through this limited bottleneck of your understanding. Prayer in the Spirit, not prayer with understanding. The baptism in the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues is not designed, can you catch this, is not designed to do anything for your intellect. It's a spiritual experience designed to liberate your spirit in worship and to move in a new dimension of Christian experience that the mind or the intellect cannot normally accept. Do you know that miracles, normally the mind can't accept it? Neither same in speaking in tongues. So when I give the word to open your mouth, to begin to praise God with the sound of your voice as though you've never learned English, I encourage you, just become little children who communicate with their parents with syllables and sounds. I still have kids that like to just make stuff up. I think sometimes it is praying in tongues. They just don't know it yet. 
Three of my kids are baptized in the Holy Spirit. The more childlike you become, the easier it is for the Holy Spirit to have his way. Now, when I give you the word to open your mouth and to begin to praise, I know from experience, some of you are going to get it right away. Others are going to be a little hesitant to speak, but gather your courage and begin to speak anyway. Just babble out whatever comes out. Once you begin, keep it up. Don't stop. Let the language flow out freely. If you can speak five words or syllables, you can speak 5,000. The Holy Spirit has an unlimited vocabulary. Another thing, when you begin to speak, don't worry about what it sounds like. It may sound like Chinese or Polynesian. It may sound like musical notes. It may sound like baby talk. But what it sounds like is the Holy Spirit's business. Your business is just to speak out. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to pray. Don't get concerned if the person next to you is praying with different sounds than yours. Don't examine it. Just do it. So many times my prayer language has sounded so much differently than somebody else's. I've wondered, is mine messed up? That's Satan trying to rob me. If you ever hear Pastor Matt pray in tongues, he sounds Russian. I think that going to Russia had an effect on him. Literally, it's, I can't do it. Brewski, you know, here we go. I try to, I do, I'll try to, it's all this, but you know, and I'm like, man, that is so cool. Tammy's part Russian anyway. She has a degree in Russian. I wish you could have heard him pray. And you're not part Russian. You just have a degree in Russian language. I would like to have heard, I would like you to try to translate his tongues. But my wife's is different than my mother's. My mother's is different than mine. They all sound different. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Don't examine it. Just do it. Don't wait for me to come lay hands on you. I just encourage you. Risk everything. Risk everything. All right, I want you all to stand up. We're going to pray. Those of you that have your prayer language, I encourage you when we breathe in and breathe out to, to let her rip. Those of you that have never gotten this, I just encourage you, don't worry about what's around you. Just close your eyes. We're going to ask. We're going to receive. And we're going to go. You may have come here tonight not knowing what we were going to get into. You know what? You're just in for a treat. If you sit here and you try to think this thing through, you will get hung up. When you try to fully understand salvation, it wants to mess with your mind. How could anyone send their son to die for our sins? And how could that sin, how could that blood ever pay for what I've done? Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised this life up from the dead. My mind can't get it, but my spirit says it's the truest thing you've ever said out of your mouth. So I encourage you, if you're hungry for God, let's go. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I thank you for the promise of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that you are pouring out your spirit with the blessing of speaking in tongues. Your word says in Luke 4, if we'll just ask, you'll give it. And Lord, as Peter prayed over the people, as he preached over the people, you poured out your spirit. I don't even think we have to ask, Lord. I think that we just need to be where you are. 
Lord, we ask you to honor the faith of everyone here and to confirm in them. We ask you right now, Lord Jesus, to baptize us all in your Holy Spirit. Baptize us all with your Holy Spirit. And I ask you to release the language of tongues in everyone here tonight. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, every one of you, receive ye the Holy Spirit. And praise God in, 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 in tongues. Now, I ask you right now, take a deep breath. We're receiving. And as we release, just start to release out your language.